Hi guys, what's up and welcome back to the Bucket Hat Chats. I am so happy to be sitting here in front of the microphone again. It has been quite a break. I, honest to God, just wanted to do this little pre-recorded intro before I bring on Apioc because I feel as though I need to explain myself. I haven't been in front of the camera. I haven't been in front of the microphone. I haven't been releasing podcasts because ever since the lockdown came forth, you know, it's very hard for people with mental illness to come to terms with that type of stress and change and so on and so forth. You know, it's even hard for me to put into words why I wasn't making podcasts. It wasn't from a lazy point of view. Trust me, I was all I could think about is I'm wasting my time you know if all this time in lockdown I could be creating stuff you know there's a lot of pressure I put a lot of pressure on myself but at the end of the day I said to myself I do not want to be sitting in front of this microphone if I'm not the best version of myself so you know I let the time of lockdown be a time of growth a time to better myself better my mental health and not put pressure on myself to put myself in front of an audience during that time so I hope you can appreciate that and I've got so many great podcasts coming up and interviews and all of that good stuff and I can't wait for you guys to listen to the rest of this interview with Apioc you know it's going to be an amazing one so thank you so much for coming back and listening and enjoy the show hello and welcome back to the bucket hat chats I am so delighted that I'm joined in studio today with Apioc hello my name is Apioc I'm 20 years old I'm from Dublin amazing Apioc is a amazing model she's so beautiful she's been in um, magazines such as Image and Stella and we're here to talk a bit about her experience as a model and a black woman in Ireland and obviously about the topics today like how we can make racism less as a prominent thing and educate ourselves as a country and come together yeah yeah so tell everybody a little bit bit about where you're from and how you got into modeling yeah so i was born and raised in dublin my parents actually moved here in the mid 90s nice so all me and my siblings are born here um and Sorry, what was the other question? We're gonna <laughs> don't worry. Um, basically, we're just going flowing into the fact that you became a model. How many years know, ago? Yeah. Um, two thousand sixteen, late two thousand sixteen. Oh wow, I didn't know it was that long. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I think it was late two thousand sixteen or two thousand seventeen. Um, me and my friend were flyering out in Temple Bar, and a scout scared me when I was. Flying. You. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so since then I've kind of been modeling. Doing shoots, doing... Yeah, shoots, runway. And when you were at that age, would you have ever, were you interested in modeling? Was that something you wanted to pursue? Or were you just like totally flattered that someone came up to you and was like, oh my God, you would be so good for a model (laughs) type of thing? Like, Yeah, well, I've been interested in modeling because that's kind of where I saw like my type of representation. Um, So I looked up to people like Jordan Dawn and just other models who were kind of weren't in Ireland they're all in the UK or like New York or whatever um so I was interested in it but I just didn't know how to get into it and like how to start um so when I got scouted it was kind of like nice because I didn't like I didn't know how to at least that gave you kind of like a reassurance that like you're good for the job (laughs) you tall sexy woman like I would be a little short arse me would never get that but still (laughs) no but I have to I'm like i find like I've had an Eve McCormick come on the podcast before and it 
is that kind of stigma around modeling oh you th- you're a model you think you must be so cocky you must be this that the other it is yeah. a job like yeah. and like it's good to get that across as well that yeah. people don't only look at it respected as a profession when yeah. like has like imagine all I'm going to say to the listeners right now is imagine standing in front of a camera we all feel so awkward the way mm-hmm. you can like work it and like use your body as a power and, and it's, like all a learning it's acting as well. as well yeah exactly you're putting yeah. on like you're acting with your emotions with your body language like yeah. people need to look past the stereotypes of yeah, modeling no, I think I as, well. as well um and even getting into it like I knew I wanted to be a model but not that I like I didn't think I looked so great and like, yeah I was so insecure growing up and, yeah but I just knew that there were other girls that looked like me that did that so I was like hey maybe I could do it too well, especially growing up in Dublin like if you to be able to open a magazine and saw these tall beautiful colored ladies like modeling like people looking up to them all over the world that must have been like quite inspiring for you to be like yeah if they can do it I can do it type of thing exactly. like and like I'm better than all these little short white girls like basically <laughs> no money messing but when so what was the process after you got scouted did you just like you went to a did you do your first photo shoot I'm sure you're very nervous or whatever um yeah well I had a meeting with them first because when you get scouted it doesn't necessarily mean that you're assigned yeah so I they just in, see potential or whatever yeah they just want to meet with you and see like kind of what like where you're at or whatever um and since I was 16 or 17 my mum had to come with me and we just kind of had a conversation with my bookers and stuff and she's like the Chris Jenner <laughs> she just has I literally asked her the other day I was like would you ever bring my mom and Jerry she's like no I don't think I could do that like, my mom and Jerry I love it I love it she's, she's not that type of person at all she's too disorganised um, yeah so she came in with me and then we I got signed on the spot so it kind of ha- it didn't happen fast but like I was signed and then a few months later kind of started getting work and stuff um, and like my first shoot was with them was with Nine Crows and it was just really weird yeah like you, you're was never, it not something you expected was it like it was just because you don't know how to like pose and you don't know how to like work yeah. with the camera work with the photographer and stuff and then like you're in a room with like makeup artists and like all these other people who are like looking at you so yeah that's what I that's what I'm saying is like I like people don't take for granted like there's a room of crew staring yeah. at you and yeah. like to just put embarrassment or cr- like cringe because the only person who's embarrassed or cringy is yourself at the exactly, end of the day yeah. to put that aside and be able to just do that job I feel like people don't appreciate that enough it, yeah and the thing is like it was like a whole learning thing like yeah you'd be scared to like pose and sit like there's all these people here like, um, really... especially when you're at that age like yeah. you know what I mean like Very 16 17 like see my first shoot it's so awkward I just and do you have people there. who teach you how to pose like no, no you just kind of like learn yourself yeah, yeah. You just, and you get comfortable yeah and so like once you're comfortable then you just kind of know like, yeah you know what's good yeah staring at the mirror all day like woo woo <laughs> But like I completely get, I think that that's completely fair because like you're standing there and people are taking photos of you and the fact that no one taught you like oh do this or do that or yeah. like you're kind of just working on, like on your feet. Yeah, pretty much. And like obviously watching like other models on YouTube or on their Instagrams or whatever, you just kind of you learn. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. But um, so what's your experience been like? Have you met? Have you come up against any other black women in modeling? Do you feel like? one of the kind or like what's the situation in that yeah. sense um it's been a bit like I there have been a couple of black girls that I've worked with but it's very rare that we work together yeah on like the same project or whatever and if I'm doing like a show 
I could be like the only black girl on that show and then the rest of the cast are white and there's maybe like one Asian girl or else and how do you feel about that do you feel like you're just being like a box that's ticked because yeah. sometimes that is the case yeah, you know yeah, like and I'm we're not... yeah like a quota thing like to make yeah. like sign off that they did have a black girl and whatever have, had an Asian girl but um if I'm not in a certain show then they'll have like another black girl so it's either like me or her or like I it's see a very like it's like a pattern yeah I understand that aware of. yeah but um, I think that's it just easy to see in the media in yeah. general. Like, yeah. I, I think that, like, the, you know, you watch on the TV and it upsets me because it's like they see it as, oh, we're giving people opportunity. But then, like, you know, you don't want to be seen as, oh, I'm just, like, the one person you're going to give an opportunity for yeah. to make yourself look better. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that is something that isn't really spoken about no, that I often. That well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that and then there's also the issue with like makeup artists yeah I was just about to say that unprepared and just which kind of confuses me because before you go on a job you get a call sheet and you know who you're working with and you know whose makeup you're gonna be doing so I don't know how they won't have the right yeah, foundation yeah that's it do you think that's um just arrogance or definitely yeah and I just think it's like there's not really an excuse now because you're dead you, right yeah if you need to like if you don't know how to do make fun black girl or if you don't know how to work with black skin or whatever like youtube and that's how yeah. i learned like i didn't learn from anything else other than that and they should also be very clear as to the fact that that makeup artist can do everybody on set and has yeah. everything because yeah. it's just a waste of your time exactly. do you know like I you agree. shouldn't have to be any less look any less well than the other girls just yeah. because that makeup artist didn't come prepared yeah and like I've been growing up like not really wearing makeup too much. Yeah. Like I'm fine with not wearing makeup. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like when you're at a show and everyone else is done up and whatever, And the lights and stuff, like yeah, yeah. Like they all look done and then they're like, oh, like your skin is great, like your skin's perfect, you don't need any like it's a cop out. And yeah. And they're trying they're being like, Well, we're just giving you a compliment, but yeah. no, you just weren't prepared for exactly. me. Exactly. And then if they do have like one or two shades of like a darker foundation, which isn't my foundation colour yeah. still, like I look ashy i look like yeah but they would the fact of the matter is they wouldn't do that they wouldn't put on like like an orange foundation onto a really pale girl because that's unprofessional exactly so why should they do it for you yeah so it's yeah i think it's just like uh i think that in ireland especially like a lot of people arrogance is such a big thing but people don't see arrogance as racism which is the issue here do you know what i mean like you if you're not gonna racism at the end of the day it doesn't have to be like slurs and like shouting and screaming and violence it can just be not treating someone of color with the same small bits of respect as someone who isn't black do you know what I mean I agree and I feel like that's not spoken about enough it's not said enough in schools because like the people who are being the most stupid and the most racist like casually and not realizing the effect of it are young boys and young girls who are in school and don't realize the respect of it and don't realize like how far it can go like especially if you like go to a school where there's no black kids because there is no repercussions there you know you're just speaking to all your white friends and like it's just not seen as it's just not punished enough I don't think do you know what I mean no I agree I agree with that as well um like when I was in school I've been the only black girl in my class in I think there's black girl in like junior principal since then to sixth year like there's been no other black girls in my class yeah um and my best friend who's mixed race he's black and Irish as well so 
we kind of have gone through school and we grew up in private school as well. So we've gone through like yeah. our whole school journey yeah. just being like the only ones and yeah. we've put up with so much. But we actually got a message from someone that we went to school with the other day and he was like apologizing about what he said and what like things that he might not have thought were like things that he might have thought were just a joke mm-hmm. that weren't. Um, and we've been vocal about it, but also we just kind of got to a point where it was like, they're going to say whatever, like it's kind of inevitable. Yeah. And like you can't teach somebody who just doesn't want to be taught. And also we're outnumbered. Like it's yeah. us two against everyone else. So they're just going to say that we're overreacting or they're just going to make us look like the bad guy or whatever. So we just kind of had to put up with it. And I think now with the conversation that's going on, they're starting to realize and there's also that thing of do you think that they're realizing or do you think that they're just trying to cover their ass exactly. type of thing and like thing. and we were kind of me and my friend were talking about it um but we because we were like oh we worked in the same place when we got these sausages so when we met up the other day we we're like let's compare them like let's see if it was just like a copy and paste and just, yeah um but it wasn't and i do actually think that he's grown from yeah. who he was like he does seem like a different person so um I thought it was sincere, but then they're like he was just one of them. Yeah. So there are so many that I don't like see or talk to yeah. or yeah. I think yeah, I'm it's just I think that it's when you can put your hand up and say, I'm wrong, I've been arrogant, yeah. I haven't been totally like aware or I've just been kind of putting it at the back of my mind because it's something that yeah. doesn't affect me. When you can put your hands up and say that, yeah, then that's fine. But if exactly. but I just find that people are choosing not to educate themselves. Yeah, do you know definitely. what I mean? Like, and saying that, oh, I'm not racist, so like, I don't really need to do anything, or like, I don't need to yeah. say anything because I'm not racist. No, you don't. You need to be able to put yourself in their shoes and advocate for them because I'm like, I can't imagine like walking into a shop and just feeling like I'm being looked at or different because yeah. I've been listening to podcasts and I've been listening to interviews and people do feel like that yeah. and people do feel like they're being labelled as being angry when they're overreacting but you know like this is like it's 2020 come yeah, on like exactly. I would be fucking angry yeah. you know what I mean you have a right to be angry yeah well. exactly and people are like oh calm down or like paint you paint people uh, paint people who are angry about this as overreacting or yeah. dramatic that's totally that's just their like that's their weakness that's yeah, the only thing they can say to you black people or other people of colors experiences so i don't know i feel like people need to like you were saying earlier um racism isn't just calling someone the n-word or calling someone a slur or whatever like you can be racist by just saying things that you wouldn't say to a white person or treating someone differently um even the tone of voice yeah like exactly. literally exactly your attitudes or anything yeah and like i it happens like a lot but i was in the shop the other day and this woman just, I uh, just mind my business, just do my shopping. Yeah. And uh, this woman walks up to me, she's like, oh, your legs are so long. I was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Like, where are you from? Where, where'd you come from? And I was like. Where'd you come yeah. from? Yeah, and I was like. Fucking Glenagiri, mate. Yeah, I was the corner. Like, <laughs> but just little things like that, like, you would never walk up to a white person and be like, where'd you come from? Like, it's really weird. That's totally like, so. Like, I tell so, you, like, now what? But, like, even, like, my boyfriend doesn't look Irish because he's Dutch, but, like, nobody goes up to him and goes, and where I'm, are you from? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a very intrusive question. Like, you don't even know my name. Like, well, yeah. why do you want to know where I'm from? I think I think that there's like just this backward like for so long like the old-fashioned way like yeah of our old Irish people they were just 
people from abroad were so foreign to them yeah and that's embedded in them and that's unfortunate and we can try our best to educate older women and older men yeah on how to not be so narrow-minded but people our age really don't have an excuse do you know what I mean like I'm not excusing old people being racist like that's that's not excusable but as well it's like okay they're just curious but also it's like very it's just like but it's just yeah it's just kind of like mind your own business type of thing it's um so it's being it's socially like I don't know what the word is like that's just not okay like you don't know that woman you don't know her I think that I was about to say like it's the social intelligence isn't like yeah depleting when you do something like that I know know. and would you be angry or would you just be like whatever like fuck them I'm always like it depends on the day like sometimes I'm like like I was born and raised here like I really like I'm not to say that I'm not proud of my heritage like I'm very proud of my heritage of course um but also it's just very weird to ask someone that has with like no communication like we don't know each other you just yeah. approach me out of nowhere I think it's very odd but um I think it is very not, odd too I don't want to say that I get overly offended like I get offended but also I feel like maybe they're just curious like maybe they just I think maybe they just like genuinely don't know any better but that's not an excuse is what I'm saying but I think that like the way Ireland has approached people from other nationalities up until now Mm. now we're getting our nation is getting a kick in the ass and is like we need to change it but until then it was just like oh like the older people that's just the way they are or whatever no I think that we actively need to educate people older than us people younger than us people around us it needs to be in conversation she yeah. doesn't need to be an awkward conversation because yes. you know i think maybe that's where why people come they think that oh if we have this conversation it will just be awkward or we yeah. won't say the right thing or there's room for mistakes but there's exactly. also room for you admitting that you've made a mistake if you've made yeah. a mistake i think yeah yeah no, i agree with that and how have the last few weeks been for you since George Floyd? Like, are you happy with the reaction or do you, like, where do you stand? Yeah, so when it first happened, I, like, on social media, I just kind of had to take a step back and just not. It was overwhelming, I'd yeah, say. Very, very overwhelming. Um, but I think even though the situation was very, like, depressing and just. Yeah. It, like, this isn't the first time it's happened. Like, it's been happening. And I think, like, it took for it to take for a man's neck to be stood on that would upset me yeah because shit like this happens all the time it wasn't just this guy it was just magically like in the states it's crazy exactly and i also think people think that it's a like an american issue it's it's just not yeah like i know we don't have it on the same level because racism there is just so deep-rooted everything there is so over like we're not like we can't just be like oh just because we're not like america means we're so great america's a crazy place exactly nobody compares to america America (laughs) so it's a bit of a cop-out to say just because we're not like them yeah like okay the guards here might not be as bad as they are there but like it still doesn't excuse like the racism isn't like okay obviously america's built on racism yeah um and it's literally just deep-rooted i don't know what else to say about it but it doesn't discount the racism in like other places yeah so there is racism here and there is racism in the uk and there is racism in europe but like (sighs) 
it does it. I think, yeah, I think that this has opened the way that we can have this conversation and say, stop using America as a cop out. Stop yeah. looking at these like mad like documentaries or news clips or yeah. video clips of how crazy it is over there and think, oh, well, we're not that bad. Exactly. So we don't have like anything saying, to work with. Yeah, exactly. Just saying that we're not as bad as them doesn't mean that you're like excused. And I like I was in town about a few weeks ago sitting along the canal having a few drinks and um with a few of my friends and the guards were like walked up and were like come on everybody up so we were kind of like we put all of our drink away and we just if you're drinking everybody up and leave but we just we had empty cans so we just put them away and we're sitting there and these guys were pouring their cans out and putting them into their bag and I think they were um like Romanian or something I'm not sure because I did not actually speak to them the guards were so polite to all of us and all the white people like sitting along and they harassed these men yeah get up get up get out get out made such a scene to them when we were doing the exact same thing sitting right beside them yeah like it just needs to be seen as a wider thing you know like it's not racism isn't just black people this isn't just whoever it is everybody and you know oh we're all being nice to all the black people but people are rude to chinese people people are rude to japanese people south american people it's a nation it's a worldwide thing yeah you have to be nice to everybody who isn't the same color as you not just like you can't just say oh i'm look at me like i'm not racist i'm gonna post this on my story and then like call a Chinese person a chink like that doesn't work like that do you know what I mean like you have to take responsibility on a full level I think do you know I fully agree with that um there's a page on Instagram called Black and Irish oh yeah I saw your piece on that it was really beautiful I like had an experience that I shared with them um and there was a comment under it who of this person who was saying that they are I think half Chinese not half Chinese they're half white half don't think they even said what they were to be honest but they were just saying how this is such a like destructive movement and that the page shouldn't be called black and irish it should be called but like everyone and not like but i think the main thing with this whole um movement with the whole black lives matter movement is that it's not discrediting anyone uh, yes yeah i completely understand that i wasn't sure yeah it, like it's not discrediting everyone else's experience or whatever but we're just kind of talking about our experiences and even yeah. though um like people of color is such a blanket term like each person of color has a different experience yeah like and you're not from africa (laughs) so the people say like it's a fucking continent do you know what i mean yeah um like you all have different experiences you all come from different places i completely get you yeah and so if that person was asian i can't speak on their behalf yeah because i'm like i'm not asian i've never gone through what they've gone through so yeah it's all different experiences i completely get you exactly so i was just saying how even though because the person was basically saying that the black lives matter movement is taking away like they were saying they're offended because it's it's taking taking away away from from everyone else and i was like it's really not if you feel that way like you can start your page and and advocate for your stuff yeah yeah like it's not like we're not trying to up on up one it's not like oh we have a worse than you yeah 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 we're just kind of speaking on what we've gone through yeah Um, and nobody's stopping you from speaking on what you've gone through as well yeah so yeah i find with trolls and comments and stuff i don't ever look at the comments on my um podcast page and i never will and i never have so i think it's unhealthy but yeah but i've always kind of ignored like i just it's so time consuming and so just you know i don't have the energy for it but 
I people like it is upsetting to see someone who would go out of their way to write a mean comment but then it's like there's two sides to the story somebody went out of their way to write a comment about you they care so much about you and they're so sad in their lives that they have to make an effort of typing a comment so that's how I see it it's some people don't see it the same but with this do you find that the media have kind of skewed or changed? They're trying to change how they treat pe- black people in the media since this has happened? Um, or is it just kind of the same? It's black I, people in the media has always kind of been a weird, like in mainstream media, it's always kind of like never, we've never been portrayed as we are. But like, and I just don't really bother with the news. Yeah. Like, ever yeah, but my dad which is news sometimes if I like go in to speak to him like it's on so I see what's going on there but also when I'm on Twitter it's like more raw like you see like people who have been like at the protest and then they mm. upload their own ex- like their videos mm. or their whatever and you see how intense it is and you see how like real it is compared to the news because the news always kind of try to demonize people and like say the protesters are like but the people the, l- the, like, looters. the looters yeah that and annoys me because it's like I watched this video and it explained looting so well. It's like, you know, we've been protesting for years yeah, for to have listen. equal rights to be, you know, you get you put your hand up and you want to be listened and you do that a hundred times, you're going to get more frustrated and more frustrated. Yeah. These are people's lives we're talking about. They're not, exactly. you know, I find that it's sad because obviously those people are looting and angry and it kind of discredit, it can discredit their protest and, yeah. and give angry white men ammo to be yeah. like well look at them exactly. they're wrecking the place do you know exactly. what I mean so it's just this, like cycle and it's like we need to come together and find a peaceful way of like figuring this out but yeah but clearly it's just not working <laughs> I think that it's not working for now but I think that what's going on right now you know look 30 years ago women in high power jobs just in general women in yeah. general it was very far-fetched idea yeah. and we are getting closer to equal rights for women but I find that the sooner we get to a place where all these white powerful men are out of power yeah. and there's a mix in there yeah it's gonna take a long time but I find that we could get there like maybe when we have kids we could turn around to them and say you have yeah. no idea what was going on like 30 years ago yeah. or whatever do you know and I know no, that's I that's like not a good enough answer I know I'm not saying oh yeah no. but don't worry you just wait you <laughs> just wait and we'll all be equal one day yeah but I think that right now this is we're getting somewhere because exactly. I find young people especially are educating themselves it's not just an Instagram post they're reading yeah. articles they're reading stories they're listening to people's experiences which is the most like co- yeah, the raw form so much more like accessible now yeah so if you really need an answer to like google it google it like books every, like there's so many resources there's literally no excuse if you are white and you have had no oppression in your life you've sailed through life even when if you come from like the poorest background you still are at a, an advantage yeah for being white you're never gonna be discriminated against because of your skin color yeah and that's the thing i think a lot of white people don't understand that white privilege isn't that you just had like an easy life like yeah everything is gonna be easy to you like the, that's you not the case poor and stuff by privilege like white privilege is just you have a privilege because of your skin you sit down and the interviewer looks at your skin and goes okay you already have one yeah, point up like it's basically not gonna, yeah like it's not gonna discredit you just like I don't know, yeah like, it, like it's not gonna take away from you yeah 
Because, um, like, at the end of the day, my white skin is not going to change if I can do maths or if I can do anything. Like, that isn't, that has nothing to do with my abilities. Yeah, it just is how people, like, view you. It's just a deep-rooted thing. It, like, I don't know. It's yeah. just annoying. It's like, I, the thing about, I can't understand why anyone would be racist. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's such a foreign concept to yeah. me. It's yeah. like, to hate someone or to have hate you need to act like have so much energy yeah like you need a lot of energy to exactly. hate someone or to hate something exactly i just <laughs> i don't get it either it's I've never time consuming like just i put that energy somewhere else i don't really... it's kind of just like when you meet anyone mean in this life i always just feel sorry for them yeah do you know what i mean and they're definitely going through something in their life to make them project and be hateful to others so you're so right well i got very impressed with how like strong and like level-minded you are because if i was in your position watching all those george floyd things like i would be so sad and like i'm just saying that you're yeah. a really you're an amazing role model for yeah. black girls all over the country like um, and like i do want to say that it wasn't like i've spoken up now but before it was just very like just had to shut down everything and just be kind of with myself like my own thoughts or whatever and just kind of process it because like it has been happening yeah it's like it happens like again and yeah. at least now it has kind of sparked a longer conversation like i don't think the black lives matter movement has been spoken about this like long yeah um for sure yeah but it wasn't just a straight away like okay like we're gonna find justice or we're gonna yeah, yeah, know, yeah. work against this or whatever it was a very kind of I don't want to say it was a slow process, but well, it was like, a process. But like being able to open up your phone and see all these people supporting Black Lives Matter, like you don't want to be the only person who turned around and was like, oh guys, you should all care about black people. I'm black, yeah. you should all care about black people. That's probably what's going in your head. Yeah. Even though you should do that. Yeah. Like you were probably just like, oh, nobody really talks about exactly. it or cares or like, like it's not really like at the forefront of anyone's mind and like you yeah. nobody likes the attention being on them either yeah. like usually and no one likes to look different to like yeah. their friends or to others or whatever because when i first started posting about it like a lot of people like a lot of my mutuals weren't and yeah i was like following people and i was like <laughs> i got a bit angry because you have every was, right to be angry thank you <laughs> <laughs> because i was like i need to because these are the same people who would take from black culture like wear braids and do like oh yeah i want to touch on that music and like like say the n-word do this and and then when it comes to like actual issues it's just silence and that like really just got my nerves no i can completely understand that i don't understand why people think that they can do their braids and do this that the other and like if you want to use that you need to advocate for that culture that yeah. you're taking from like and you need so to like offensive to just pick and choose like what you want yeah and then just kind of lead the struggle for the actual black people like. and take the credit of it as well yeah do you know exactly no i cannot completely understand where you're coming from in that yeah. sense i just think that as a country we have a long way to go but i do think we're we are slowly getting there i feel yeah. like people are we've got we're very lucky i found like dublin right now it's a very creative space it's a very yeah. accepting space there's a mm-hmm. lot going on people are create, creating all the time you know whether it's music podcasts articles like advocate there's a lot of people that are advocating for really yeah. good causes so you've got a good audience you've got a good scope you know yeah you know no, with, I, in, I definitely agree with in it i know that there's a lot of horrible horrible people out there but you just got to project on the accepting culture and yeah Dublin is getting there trust me <laughs> no I know and I agree with that um, 
I definitely do think that the gold outweighs the bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for the future. And, like, especially when I went to the Black Lives Matters black lives matter protests with a couple of my friends and it was just so like eye-opening like i've never ever ever seen dublin like that yeah um and it was just very like i was losing hope initially because i was like this like what's i can imagine happen again like it's nothing new like i just mm-hmm. started losing hope in the sense of like it's happening again and it's gonna happen again um and, and you then, just felt like nobody cared yeah, type of thing yeah, yeah. And of so course when, when we went to the protest in dublin especially in dublin because like i said me and my friend grew up um together and yeah. we were like two of the only black people in our year or whatever and even in our school like i could count the amount of black people on my hands and <laughs> most of them were like my siblings, were like <laughs> siblings so it was just a very like we were like the others yeah i understand um, that so to see everyone come together and to see everyone protest for black lives it was just, and like everybody the thing is like it's so easy to feel like another when you're yeah. not the same yeah. but the thing is I, there are people out there that would be oh she's another well fuck them yeah. all everybody that cares about you you're one of us yeah you know and i don't see i think it's good to see someone's skin color for it but I, yeah but inside we're the same exactly Do you know what i mean yeah, and it's not like a real difference and the whole reason that this thing that this is a thing that we have to advocate for this is because people didn't understand that in the fir- in the first place yeah Do you, know, you know what i mean exactly and yeah are changing so well hopefully yeah, sure I know, I know. I'm like, <laughs> we just need to kick trump out like we I just know. need to throw him in well, the bin <laughs> in november i know like i'm like i'm not really good with politics no it's neither really am i bad, but i know a dick i don't know so <laughs> i just i know that apparently biden isn't the best but i just know anyone is better than him like he needs to go and once he's gone because even though he's such a like a meme or like a joke but also he is he is the president. he is he is the power he is the top dog yeah. the biggest powerhouse in the world exactly and then when people see him acting so like i just I like, know term, like it enables them to be racist and yeah. it enables them to kind of never right i can't like he was such an outspoken like you if you if you want to know a little bit about trump just watch fahrenheit 11 9 or 9 11 it's a michael moore documentary on netflix and it's actually quite funny like michael moore makes all of his they're pretty serious documentaries but he like takes the piss yeah um he passed a law to ban black people from his apartments in new york in the 80s yeah and he was outspokenly racist on The Apprentice for years. Like he, exactly. I don't know how he was allowed the airtime, but they didn't really care about that in the states. The regulations isn't too good, and he was allowed to run for president. Yeah, it is beyond it's me. It's crazy. I know. And that's the thing. Like when he first ran, everyone's like, "Oh, like because that's he was a joke." So like spoken, and everything that came out about him in his like running for presidency, he's like still got past all of that. Um, but I think that like whole thing is because he is like a rich white man in america so he really doesn't have anything that could stop him yeah that's very um, true but no i just i don't i don't really get how it got at least we're, we ain't going to america anytime <laughs> know, soon like, all the trips cancel all the plans like it's not gonna happen but hopefully he doesn't get reelected again because i genuinely don't think america could last and like can go another four years with him no no um, it's crazy the way the four years have is like up yeah. as well yeah so mad i suppose we just have to figure out a way to like make this conversation like you know a conversation that happens often yeah. you know you're sitting around with your friends 
talk about it. I'm, yeah. ta- I'm talking to the listeners as well, you know. Talk about Black Lives Matter. Talk about Asian Lives Matter. Talk about Hispanic yeah. Lives Matter. Talk about being inclusive and treating everyone with respect yeah. and educating yourselves on all these issues because, you know, the moment you're more educated, the more aware you'll be. Yeah. Because, like, if you're educated on this knowledge, you'll have it in your mind. And you'll, yeah. you know, if you don't do something about that, then that's on you you're exactly. you're not a good person <laughs> yeah, and like unlearn and relearn like yeah unlearn things that you might have thought weren't racist and then learn and just like, be correctly to go about it yeah and you know like no one's holding a grudge like we we're here to watch ever we want people to grow you know yeah you know we can accept that people might have had arrogance or ignorance or whatever yeah in the past and that's fine it's just growing for the future that matters yeah no yeah. i agree with that amazing Aviok it was so great to have you on and I'm so thank grateful it was my first podcast in a long time and you know I've wanted you on for ages and you've done a great job so thank yeah, you so I much we're talking about this like New Year's on Christmas yeah, Eve yeah. Right? So Chris- we were like we need to you know clap here we need to yeah so I'm very happy to be on this podcast and you're always welcome to come back on whenever you like thank you thank you very much <laughs> bye thank you bye bye